Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Welcome everyone, I'm Sarah Wheeler, Editor-in-Chief at HW Media, with the latest installment of the Housing Wire Daily Podcast. Today, I'm handing off the mic to Melissa Smith, our Managing Editor of Content Solutions, for a special episode with one of the sponsors of this podcast, TMS. They'll be having an interesting discussion on the very timely topics of servicing and subsurfacing. I hope you enjoy listening and I will see you back here tomorrow. Hi, Housing Wire listeners. My name is Melissa Smith, and I'm the Managing Editor of Content Solutions here at Housing Wire. Today, I'm joined by Linda Case, Senior Vice President of Loan Administration at TMS. In this sponsored episode of Housing Wire Daily, we'll discuss the state of subservicing and we'll be diving into the intricacies of service transfers. It's so nice to have you here today. Thank you for joining us on Housing Wire Daily. Hi, thank you, Melissa. I really appreciate being here today, and I'm happy to join you to cover this topic. To start off, what is the overarching state of subservicing as we progress further into 2022? Melissa, I have to say it's only February, and 2022 is already extremely active, and I would expect it to stay that way. We've seen that there's been a lot of market movement caused by volatility in market conditions and rate, where lenders who are more in a position to retain in the past are more or less looking to sell their MSRs. And with that comes a lot of movement between servicers. So I think when you factor that in with the CFPB and other regulators, which have been recently very active in the mortgage servicing space, They have seen that chaos created by COVID has resulted in some servicers unable to meet the needs of customers in distress, and they are very concentrated on making sure that we avoid the mistakes of the housing crisis. So with the increased oversight, we've seen some recent consent orders and the fear that comes with that. And Lenders are considering a change to a new subservicer. They don't want their brand tarnished or their customers not getting the mandated or, quite frankly, the proper assistance that they need. What are some of the most common hesitancies lenders have when it comes to loan service transfers? I think the most common hesitancies to selecting a new subservicer are fear of the unknown, risk avoidance cost, and the customer experience. So I think even if Their current subservicers and performing well, lenders are sometimes hesitant to make a change because there's a comfort in sort of sticking with the devil you know. And decision makers, decision influencers, they might not want to go out on a limb and recommend a change that has the potential to leave them in the same or a less desirable situation than the one they have right now. Lenders almost always believe that making a service transfer to another servicer comes with a high financial cost and a huge disruption to the customer. And they really think that that disruption is unavoidable. And I guess while that can be true, it doesn't have to be true. So I think if you have the right partner 
somebody who um, works at being very transparent and collaborative in manner like TMS, the process can be actually quite seamless. And the long-term benefits of having the right partner are so worth it. It's a more cost efficient. The customer gets a better experience. The lender's brand improves. And from a bottom line perspective, the lender is going to see higher customer retention rates. Well, I love that you use the word seamless there because that tees us up perfectly for our next question. What are some actionable steps that can be taken both on the lender side and the subservicer side to mitigate customer impact and create that seamless transition for borrowers? Thank you. I love this question. Um, A successful seamless transfer comes down to communication and partnership. So it's kind of like a three-way dance between the lender, the new servicer, and the outgoing servicer. And while it sounds like that is just going to be a three-way disaster on the dance floor, when you collectively put the customer first and start from that perspective, if you work backwards from there, everything else is going to work itself out. So lenders can and should remain engaged with the current servicer, the new servicer, throughout the process. It's not like set it and forget it. All the parties have to collaborate together and agree and work towards agreed upon objectives, milestones, timelines, data delivery, document delivery, et cetera. And really not because they're just working through it and checking a box. That's not what it's about. It has to be with an overarching goal of minimal disruption to the customer. And so I think a competent battle-tested servicer like TMS will have documented service transfer instructions that lay out all the tasks, the milestones, the procedures that will ensure that it goes smoothly. There is a notice of service transfer that's required by RESPA, and it's designed to explain to the customer like what to expect about the transfer, certain contact information, dates, et cetera. But Because TMS understands that communication is a pivotal aspect to a seamless transfer, our process actually goes above and beyond that to include supplemental communications that we use to help better explain to customers exactly what they're going to expect throughout the transfer process. So as soon as these communications go out, which is like at least 15 days before the transfer, Our customer-facing teams get data available to them about the customer. And so when the customer receives the notice, if they happen to call the the new servicer number, like our number, our customer care team can actually talk to them. They're prepared to speak about the transfer and sort of assure that customer that everything's going to be okay. Our careologists, that's our customer, how we refer to our customer service team, their role in that time is just to make the new customer feel very comfortable that we are more than prepared to service their loan once we board it. I think always the new servicer has to be prepared to sort of pick up the baton exactly where the old servicer left off. So to accomplish this, there just has to be a substantial amount of due diligence around the data and the documentation. Because of that, it's really typical to have more than one iteration of data and doc review throughout the transfer. 
And so we can look for things that maybe need to be corrected prior to the delivery of the final data. And for us, we use a well-skilled transfer and data coordinating team, and their primary responsibility is to make sure the integrity of the transfer is spot on with, of course, the primary focus being the customer experience. So we got to get it right so the customer doesn't have any issues once we board the loans. Um, Something we also do is we have an added layer of diligence that occurs after the transfer where we are we have a specialized team and they literally monitor all of the inquiries and questions and issues that are coming in about a loan within that transfer. We take that information and we apply it to the entire transfer and we look for any potential areas where we may have um, incorrect data or something else that may have occurred within that transfer that could have affected other customers as well. So I think the holistic aspect of pre-planning and post-transfer monitoring, along with collaboration and over-the-top communication, I think that what that does is it makes us and our customers feel very secure that the transfer process can and will deliver amazing results, and especially for the customer. Absolutely. And I know you've touched on this a little bit, but diving in a little deeper, where are the key challenges when it comes to planning and coordinating with a subservicer? And how can lenders overcome these challenges? A little bit going to sound like a broken record here, but Encouraging transparent and open communication from all parties throughout the life cycle of the transfer is really the most effective way to overcome challenges. Primarily, the lender, the old servicer, the new servicer will engage pre-transfer, at-transfer, post-transfer, the roles, goals, and responsibility of each of those teams' contribution to a successful transfer should be understood between all the parties and managed by the assigned transfer coordinators. The key challenges tend to be the things that result from lack of transparency and lack of cooperation. So examples might be lack of responsiveness to related questions about either the data or the documents or how they're using the system with various code breakers. This is sometimes a byproduct of the party who's doing the service release, not maybe having the most concern about the customer experience at that time. So how the CFPB holds both parties, the old servicer and the new servicer, equally accountable for a successful transfer. And they're very concerned about the transfer's impact on the consumer. But at TMS, we do it just because it's the right thing to do, not because our feet are being held to the fire by a regulator. And one sure way to avoid these challenges is to ensure that the transfers are managed by a professional, we call them transfer coordinators. And this is an experienced person who has done this before and can identify and remove roadblocks. So TMS transfer coordinators, like everyone at TMS, are driven by our core values, rock solid service and strength of character. And again, this is all because of our commitment to the customer experience. 
And we are so committed to these core values that our transfer coordinators know that if they don't feel confident that we can compliantly and expertly service those loans that are transferring to us, they can stop the conveyor belt. They will have the full support of their, of their leadership team if they do that. If they have to reschedule the transfer, they will. And while this seems like an extreme action, we really do hold the customer experience to be the primary litmus test to all the transfer-related actions. So we believe if you just put the customer first, everything else will follow. I love that. And I think that almost answers our next question, which is how does TMS's approach to subservicing set lenders at ease throughout the entire life of the loan? At TMS, our mission is very simple and it's to grow happiness. We are laser focused on that. We want to provide that top shelf experience for our customers and our clients. And we think that starts by investing in our people. We have a deep-rooted, open culture that encourages collaboration, solicits their feedback, and we invest in them by giving them the proper training and tools they need to do their job. So by making sure that they genuinely feel that their role is to grow happiness, they'll smile on every call. And it's because they're just actually happy to be here. So our culture and core values is honestly where it all starts and what has allowed TMS to be one of the nation's top 10 subservicers. As a result, our clients have found that partnering with us has been mutually beneficial, and we really do try to make it easy for them long before the service transfer and all the way through paid in full. We got them covered, and we do it compliantly so our clients don't have to worry. We have a cutting edge SIMI platform that makes it easy for our clients to hold us accountable and to be assured that we are growing happiness for their customers. SIMI offers 100% full transparency from customer information, call recordings, reporting to performance. It's all there real time, just a simple click away. No old fashioned green screens, just a web-based portal that our clients can use to make sure we're doing what is expected. So, I mean, they can actually get up early enough. They they can catch a mistake we make before we actually do. And our clients appreciate that ease of use and level of transparency. It builds trust, confidence in the relationship and a true lasting partnership. And that's the level of trust and transparency and service we provide to them and their customers that makes them happy to be our business partners. Well, Linda, it's been so great to hear more about your thoughts on subservicing and service transfers. And with that, I'd like to say thank you for joining us on Housing Wire Daily. Listeners, we'll see you back here tomorrow. Looking for more insight into what will happen in 2022? Or maybe you need more information on what in the world is happening with the federal regulators. Or you could just be looking for information on how to stay competitive as the industry shifts to a purchase-focused market. Our HW Plus Premium Membership comes with all of this insight and more. With your HW Plus Membership, you'll get at least five HW Plus articles a week that dive deeper into the daily news to help you confidently make business decisions. To join, go to housingwarrant.com forward slash membership.
Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to take a minute to rate the show and leave a comment. And make sure to tune in tomorrow for more news and insight.